This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. James, have you heard the Emmy nominations? Mandalorian took home like, or is about, is nominated for 24 or something like that. Like the show 24? Yes, 24. The 24 awards. The 24, Same yes. Yeah, the Kiefer Sutherland wins them all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw I saw that. I saw that they were nominated for 24. WandaVision was 23. It's kind of insane how many. I haven't yeah, actually I think- seen. But, but, sorry, but Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Um, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. And somebody else. Was not my friend. Guest starring. Um, Did other people guest star this? Reeve Carga. Um, oh yeah, Carl, Carl Weathers oh. nominated. That was awesome seeing Carl Weathers nominated. Almost as awesome as Don Cheadle being nominated for his ninety-five seconds and fucking. I still haven't seen that episode or that show, but that's <laughs> awesome. Who cares? <laughs> I like it's that he's like, like that. I don't get it. Yeah, like, he's like, what? <laughs> I guess he was really good. I forget he's in that <laughs> Like I, I remember that episode. I'm like, oh, cool, he's in this. I'm like, oh, he comes back, and he never comes back. <laughs> he works perfectly in that show. Like, even if it's just like a walk, it's like you know the equivalent of like Colby Smulders or Samuel Jackson walking in on Shield. I'm like, yeah, this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah they makes don't sense. Do anything big. They just have to be there. That's fine. Okay, I haven't. Seen- have you finished Loki? The Loki show. I haven't seen Loki yet. But- I did, but I I'm hearing it's. Watched- I'm hearing it's phenomenal. Um. Oh, whoa, whoa, here we go. Hot take. It's good, but Brock on the soapbox. It's it's good because it's exciting. It's basically like the launching point for the next ten years, right? Of how these movies are gonna work and TV shows, but like, there's good like the characters that are really like, uh, what's his face, Owen Wilson, like. Yeah, you said he was great. He's fantastic, and you know, um, Hilston is great, um, and there's a bunch of other people that I won't just because you haven't seen it. Like the the cast is pretty solid. I've seen all the spoilers. You can't you can't have a phone. Maybe not for you, but like if but <laughs> no, no spoil for anybody. No spoil for anybody else. But like but, it's, uh, it's it's hard to avoid them. Oh, like, absolutely. Very hard, yeah. Um. So, like, it's good. It's just the plot is, like, it's it falls into the problem of you need to know what happened before. And you yeah. kind of need to know what's coming next. Because the final villain in this is, like, not really explained. You get the understanding, like, this is a villain. But, oh, screw it. John, John made yeah, 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 yeah. episode. And or Jonathan Majors, fantastic actor. But like, here's the thing. I was like, I know who that is, or I know who he's going to be because it was announced he's going to be Kang in Ant Man: Quantum Mania. Like, great. 
But now it's like it's weird watching Loki and already knowing that. And he's not really called Kang in the series. He's just called them he who remains. So like they could have just left it like that. It like this is their setup for a new Thanos. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be the exact same story, but like not everyone knew who Thanos was, but at the end of Avengers, you see this purple guy and he's looking at Earth and you're like, Oh, what's this? You didn't need any more explanation. And in a sense, Jonathan Majors' character in this series, it's a lot it's a bigger scene, of course, and he has huge dialogue, but like if we didn't know he was Kang, it wouldn't have affected the episode. Right? So it's like we'd be like, oh, there there's no there's no outside of the, he deals he can control time or whatever. It's like he he is part of the time travel or the um, the alternate realities. Like there's no reveal that he is this character. Interesting. Right? He's just that's the bad guy. He's the person that's been causing all these problems and now they have to deal with him. And that would have been perfect. It would have been fine, but it's just like because I know as a super fan that he's going to be Kang, it's like, well, that's less, you know, it's the last episode. It's a little less, like, I think it would have been cool to not know that and then later piece it together or something like that. And then you have someone like Reham who watched it with me and she's like, I'm very bored of this last episode because there's a lot of explanation. <laughs> there's not a lot of action, but there isn't, there's too much exposition because it's like you have to explain how time how this whole time thing works and like it's nothing on the actors it's just like there's too much trying to be set up like it's too focused on this is going to launch the new thing and then we also have to explain alternate dimensions multiverses and stuff which is fine but it's all they do like it's sort of like you're seeing like a progression and it's like i mean that was good but like it's like WandaVision was better. Uh Winter Soldier and and Falcon or Falcon and Winter Soldier are is better. Cause it's like though it's like it does seem to like they all both suffer like the fact that like you need to kind of know what's going on before. Like WandaVision, you need to understand that like like you can't watch WandaVision and not have watched all the Marvel movies. You could, but if you're just like, I'm going to watch this one episode and you have never seen those movies, you'd be completely lost and you probably wouldn't watch the next episode. So it's like, that's not really good. I mean, I understand Disney Plus and Marvel, they do a whole different thing and that's very, very interesting. I think that's why people find it intriguing and I think that's why a lot of people liked the last episode of Loki because you're just like, you can see what's coming but what, what do you do for the people that don't really care about that? They're just like, I have Disney Plus. I want to watch it. So it's like, is it a good episode? Sure. But it was like, I don't know. It, it falls under the Star Wars effect of like, I am your father's. Therefore, we have to have an amazing reveal at the end of everything. And so it's, that is kind of ruining TV and movies for us. So Yeah, because if you don't get it, we're all bored. Well, where was the twist? I, this isn't about a twist. But if I had to tell you, like, the next... I know, I know Black Widow came out, but like that's still in the past, I think. I think I don't know, I don't I'm not sure. I haven't watched it yet. But uh wait, Black Widow's not in the I thought it took place after Civil War. It's in the past. 
but apparently told from the future technically uh i believe uh, Lu- Ju- julia Louis dreyfus who's in falcon winter soldier is in this movie as well oh yeah yeah no i know i know but then that kind of connects this new era because i would argue wandavision forward is all this new what is it stage four yeah face because this was supposed to come out this was supposed to be the beginning of phase four i think but it black widow but it was supposed to come out like yeah like before all these shows so yeah So. so um but like i would say that when doctor strange 2 comes out you have to watch loki like i would like if you're gonna choose one or the other of the two shows you haven't seen Go to Loki because it's like this is going to be important. You think so? I I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know. Is the next movie even? Is that Doctor Strange? That's the next one, right? Yes. No, no. There's um, uh, Shang Shang Chi, and then oh yeah, oh yeah, Shang Chi, and then Eternals, and then and then Spider Man. And then Doctor Strange. Wow. But Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man. That's why I don't think you have to watch Loki. I think you have to watch Spider-Man to watch Doctor Strange. But then there's like a lot of talk that apparently like Jonathan Major's character, which is supposed to be Kang, is like, that's the big bad. So he and basically they kill him and now he's going to be multiple versions of Kang. (laughs) So the thought is that he's going to be the villain in many different films. So it's like, is that true? And what does that mean, right? So I mean, I don't know. See, this what I'm thinking is, you have that information. So when you watch the movies, you get it. But if I don't have that information, I'll just think that there's multiple versions of the same character. Because at yeah. some point, they're going to explain a multiverse in the movies, and that's yeah. that's when it's going to come. That's why I think. Um, yeah. The shows are Easter eggs and like fun little side notes, but they're not. I, I, that's I, and I think Feige said they they won't do like rely on. You don't have to rely on the shows. I don't know. It, it, it for me, you know, everyone complains when Star Wars gets shrunk, but I'm just like at some point, like not everything needs to be that far connected anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Because, like you said, though, it's like your hands are tied in certain things, and you do other things. It's like, well, and uh, I don't, I don't know. And that's why I'm a bigger fan of the Bad Batch, which I still haven't. Finished <laughs> yeah, Bad Batch is uh, uh it's, it's still the same. It's still towing the line. They're finally getting back with um, Crosshair. He's he's much in the last two episodes. He's been very great uh, there and. I'm sure you've heard that they are on. Actually, I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, they're on Ryloth, and Ooh. it's like Ryloth. Oh, yeah, I saw who. Empire, so now it's like Cham- Cham, Samdula, and Hera, yeah. and Chopper. Yeah, I saw. I saw because in- Disney Plus, like a day later, posted the video, and I was with. I was shooting a short yeah, film, yeah, yeah. and my cinematographer Sheldon loves Star Wars, and his son was there. And his son is a huge Star Wars fan too, and he goes. And he didn't. We didn't get to watch the episode on Friday. Not that I would have, because yeah. I have. But he goes, "Oh, Disney Plus just ruined it for me." They post yeah, like, they do that yeah. Here. And he's like, "Well, I guess I know what's happening." So, yeah. So we found out. I think it was Saturday, like midnight on Saturday. We were wrapping up, and and they 
Yeah, we saw it. We're like, great, cool. So how was... I haven't seen it, obviously, but how, how was Hera in the... Wait, before Hera. Was Champ Sandula Clone Wars Champ Sandula Or like 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 Lords of the Sith Champ? Was he like a jerk or was he just like a, a good guy? He's getting spread thin because it's like he believed in the Republic and then also the clones that were protecting them. And now it's like, now he's forced, his hand is forced so often, right? So you're yeah. starting to see things happening. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was good. Um, yeah, step in the right direction. Uh, I think there's three more episodes left. So it's like, cool. <laughs> I love, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. I noticed this when I do, uh, uh, hollow news when I'm looking up stuff so I can cut and paste. There's so many times there's an art, like one web- website is like when episode 13 of Bad Batch is going to come out. When episode 10 is going to come out. I'm like, Friday. Yeah, it's weekly. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna man. come up Friday at three, three a.m. our time, twelve oh. Pacific. I'm hey, like, those clicks, those clicks. I never open it. I'm like, I just see it. I'm I, like, I think they're just trying to get people who are looking for what's gonna like spoilers in the episodes. And they're oh, like, yeah, we'll get yeah. the people who want spoilers. That's what we'll do. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it works or not. It might work. That's why they keep doing it. What do I know? I don't know much. Hey, but speaking of spoilers, you know all this Obi Wan news is dropping now. I or, did. Uh, tell us, James, what is it? Okay, Han from Fast and Furious. He was. <laughs> you can't say Han <laughs> on a Star Wars. Podcast. I know that's why you have to clarify. Have you seen Fast Nine? I haven't seen Fast Nine. No, no, no. Neither have I. I, I somebody one. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is a totally different. Movie. Fantasia just watched all of them for the very first time, one through eight, yeah. for the very first time, all eight. Um, anyway, somebody tweeted that, um, what the, that was something funny about the title of 10, like fast, fast tense or something like that. I can't remember. It was, (laughs) (laughs) it was funny. Um, the family memes got old pretty fast. The Vin Diesel family. Oh, it died so quickly. Well, it was overdone. Like the, the Anakin Padme one had like. It was good, but the, the Vin Diesel one was funny at first, and it was just like, you can't just throw family in. Like, it just didn't work. But it was funny. It was good to see it um, thriving. Um, Space Jam 2 beat Black Widow at the theater this weekend. Okay, so uh, Han from Fast and Furious, uh, apparently he mentioned that um, he saw Vader and Jedis on set. And the rumor is he'll be playing an Inquisitor on the Obi-Wan show. To Yo. which, to all of the above, I say, yes, please. Yeah, absolutely. I, there's nothing, there's nothing, I don't know, he's probably fired now, but there's nothing that he said that, like, makes me go, that doesn't sound good. Everything, mm-hmm. I'm like, Vader, sure. Jedi, I don't know how, but sure, like, maybe Inquisitors are hunting on Jedi, like, sure, I'm in, all in. Um, and then him playing an Inquisitor, again, Hundred percent all in. I love Inquisitors. I want to see more Inquisitors. We haven't seen. We've never seen an Inquisitor in live action. Bring it now is the time. Do it. Yeah. Especially with Fallen Order. Like the Inquisitor was so good in Fallen Order, all of them, and like Aaron is like, I like like she was really into Inquisitors. She'd never heard of one before that game. 
So starting to bring it to the to mainstream now and live action TV show Disney Plus is the best way to do it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's so true. Like when you said we haven't seen an Inquisitor in real life, I'm like, wait, no. In I'm like, oh, right, that's a video game because <laughs> it's so real that you're like, oh. Yeah. like, And there's two in that one, right? Two solid Inquisitors in that one. That you're yeah. Like, I, I more. I, it's and like one of them, the big one, the big sister. I'm just looking it up. Which is the ninth? Fifth? The fifth is... Ninth, I think. Yeah. Because Fifth Sister is the one in Rebels that is what's her face, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Ninth Sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that, like Ninth Sister. I, I've brought this up before. Was in like the Darth Vader comic, yeah, and then in the video game. So it's just like, yeah, put Inquisitors in, it and, like. It's wild, like it's sort of like I would say, like the original like Grand Inquisitor mm-hmm. in Rebels never really like grabbed me. I'm like, yeah, he's a villain. But then it's just like how they like they kill him off, but then he comes back, and it turns out that like he was a Jedi, uh, Jedi. Uh, I forget what there is like Guardian Sentinel in in the uh, in the uh, Jedi Temple. Also, like I like that idea that like they didn't kill all the Jedi. Some of them they switched over to the dark side. Yeah, I love that. And like I don't think I mean a lot of people can argue that Inquisitors are like they spit upon the rule of two, but like I don't know, this is, it works so well and it makes sense. You know what I mean? There's like you don't we never call them Sith. We call them Inquisitors, right? It's like I love that. I want to like explore that way more the comics have been doing a great job but like oh man so yeah i mean i did he he says inquisitor but he doesn't say which inquisitor and they've never really like they've never like because there's like 10th brother who's in the comic but they don't have like here are all 10 of the brothers and here are all the 10 of the sisters so you can just like make as many as you want really no absolutely and i want to see them all in live action. Yeah. Starting with it, I, they Obi Wan. There's also like Leia. So, um, is rumored to be in Obi Wan. Like a little Leia, apparently rumored was cast to be in it. We'll talk about that a little bit on Never Tell Me the Odds. But I like. I, I like. I've always said I don't have no idea what this show is about and what the purpose yeah. of the show would be. And if this show is about. What if the show's not about Obi-Wan as much as it's about Obi-Wan trying to rescue four sensitive children around the galaxy from Inquisitors? I'm kind of like, not, I don't want to speculate too much on things because that's probably not what it is at all. It's probably literally just about Obi-Wan Kenobi on Tatooine roasting marshmallows or something. But like, I don't know. I, I think of Inquisitors hunting down four sensitive children and killing them. And Obi-Wan being like, well, I got to protect them because they might come here and they might get over to Alderaan if they start to figure mm-hmm. that out. And I'm kind of like, I'm in on that. I'm I'm down for it. Yeah, and it makes it, it makes total sense because that's like one of the storylines out of Rebels. I'm like, it would totally work. It would totally work. You could make, you could take the same story, do it twice, and people would buy it. The fans will be like, oh, this is how they began doing it. And, it's like, and then people are like, oh, whoa, they're villains because they're going after kids. Like, 
it's a it's a home run. I don't want things to be that predictable, like I always say. But I'm like, why not, man? You wrote it. But like <laughs> you know, you, yeah. Put it, but like you do that, and then okay, that's predictable. But then there's, there's the meat of the story is unpredictable in whatever way they want yeah, to. They, no, they flip it right. around. So I look. I don't know what it is. I, I it's sounding more and more. I like everyone when Solo came out. Everyone was like, I want the Obi Wan movie. Not that I didn't want Obi-Wan, but I was never I always wanted the solo movie too. But I just was like, but I don't know what you do with Obi-Wan because I've kind of like people are like, hey, Vader's already had his movie. And I'm like, yeah, but so has Obi-Wan. Like we've seen Obi-Wan as a kid and then as an, an adult, like an old guy. Like we've, we've, we've seen his story, his arc. Like we, you know, what else is there to tell on Obi-Wan? But the more I'm hearing about this, the more I am all in and you know, whether or not these are the original scripts or those rewritten ones that they did last year, the year before, whatever. It's exciting. Deborah Chow's directing. So, you know, this series, whether it's four episodes or six episodes and limited, it's in good hands and it's sounding like it's yeah. going to be it's going to be an event show. Yeah, for sure. Like I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. Do I'm you like, feel like these shows oh sorry, go on. No, I was, gonna, I was just gonna say, and Vader's gonna be in it. And Vader. <laughs> oh my god, Hayden Christensen. But do you feel like these Marvel shows and the Mandalorian have been event shows? No, no. I mean, not Mandalorian, but Mandalorian has like set a precedent in the sense I was like, here's what a Star Wars show would look like, and it, I would say, it succeeds, and then like does a good job of like introducing like. Like, isn't it funny how I critiqued Loki for setting up future titles, but we loved how Mandalorian did it. It's like, it's going to be this show and this show and this show. And you're like, oh, it's like perfect. It's like, I think at one point we're like, this feels forced. But then you're like, oh, this does make sense. So it's like, Loki's done. So it's like, I, I can't be like, oh, maybe we'll understand in a couple episodes. But like, um, no, I wouldn't call Mandalorian an event thing. Though, with these new shows, Ahsoka and Boba Fett and maybe <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. I think that's canned. That is officially canned? Either way, those two other shows that kind of exist side by side with Mandalorian, like, you could have an event down the road if you're, like, really smart. Like, just copy what the Arrowverse is doing. Um, but, like, I wouldn't... People might say yes to loki because it's sort of it is sort of but it's not it's like wandavision was a better show just in like oh yes the final showdown there's like there, there doesn't feel like there's a showdown in the last episode of loki maybe it doesn't need to i don't know like it's but no i don't think i would like i don't think if you make a loki movie or a wanda a scarlet witch movie or even a man, no Mandalorian. No, I'll, I'll, or like a Bo-Katan movie or a Soka movie. How about that? I don't think people will look at them as event movies. I think they'll do well because there's like it's Star Wars and Marvel. Like they they have a they have a a, a built-in fan base already. So it's like it's a no-brainer. It's just a matter of like how many billions of dollars are you gonna make? Like. Black Widow's doing well right now, but that's because <laughs> people can finally go to the movies 
and there's nothing uh, nothing really to compete with i don't know i mean it, there is space jam but like you know what i mean like it's they're still it's not like they didn't make a billion dollars in the first weekend but COVID. did you see though <laughs> it made i believe it made of the standalone yeah but of the standalone marvel movies it's still like in the top four i think yeah which is good i'm not i'm not i'm not downplaying it like uh, people like i think i think it's black panther captain marvel iron man one which is incredible and and then black widow so it did it did well with all things you know without covid it probably would have done a lot more yeah i think i heard it made like 80 in in the states first weekend and 60 on disney plus didn't even, I didn't even hear like international. It's like Disney it's not Plus. even. I don't even Number. think it's in China yet. Yeah, like it's so. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, I'm not gonna pay money for Black Widow on Disney Plus, but I might pay it for Jungle Cruise. <laughs> really? Only because it's the first movie that's where you a- have to pay extra. That I'm actually like, yeah, I'm, I think I might pay that. Still a little high. I do want to see that movie though. <laughs> yeah, thirty-five bucks a Canadian is uh, a lot. I just, a lot. you know what? I just, you get it forever. Okay, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah. It is, it is, and a it's lot. gonna be on Disney Plus in October. Like it's, that's not very far. Yeah, away. that's why someone asked me if I was getting a Black Widow. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not personally not that interested. Um, mm-hmm. but also, I'll watch it in September. Like you know, like. October, yeah. whenever I'm gonna watch, like when it's on, I'll probably watch it. But I don't. I'm not gonna pay thirty five bucks to rent it when. Yeah, not that. There is one movie. I'm not gonna say what it is, but there's one movie that I am going to pay to rent. And uh, that's that. It's not Jungle <laughs> Cruise. It's not. Although I did like the trailer for Jungle Cruise. It's kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean meets The Rock. Yeah. And I hope I, it does. Because that ride needs an update, though it is a great ride. If you're in Disney World, is it yeah, in it's in it's in Magic Kingdom. I didn't get to do it when I went because yeah. uh, weather. Oh man, it's it's real good. It. I've done it many times. It's like the, it's, it, it hinges completely on that your tour guide on in the yeah. boat. It's really funny because <laughs> it's because like the animatronics. Are, they're like so outdated that you're like yep there's a hippo <laughs> do you remember like back in the day in the 90s when like every like friday family show would go to disney at some point because they I were all like, on they oh, were all on abc yeah all the yeah the tgifs i think full house did specifically where they go on the jungle cruise and like like they make it seem like the animals are so much more real <laughs> they're like ah like i think somebody falls out i remember like seeing that as a kid and being like freaked out i'm like i'll never go on that and i have been on it it's so old but it's still good i was just like yeah so i hope the movie does well and then they can update that ride that'd be sweet i like pirates pirates of caribbean when they put uh, johnny depp in it my, exactly. my my niece who was she four, five six whatever she was at the time would drive on the thing because every ride at disney is also a boat ride it's a boat i love them i love uh, the donald duck one in uh, in mexico and epcot is the best by far but they're all but like johnny depp and pirates of the Caribbean were on the ride and my niece was like ah it's jack sparrow like just like like the ride 
suddenly because she associated with the movie that she had seen meant something more to her because even though it's the same thing only it's Johnny Depp in a barrel or whatever uh, it's a lot of fun so I hope yeah you're right it needs an update I don't know how you update that ride without they should just put real animals in there <laughs> real animals real yeah that'll go over real well <laughs> yeah. I, but I do I do love that every ride at Disney's a boat they're like, we'll make it a new Avatar oh, yeah. ride. What do you do? Get them on a boat. All right. <laughs> it's fun. It is. Uh, so if I'm, anyway, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, let's go to the odds. You want to go to the odds? Let's do it. All right. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you by Patreon. Dot com. Head on over to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and support us. We greatly appreciate it. We. It takes a lot to make this show happen. Sometimes I have to turn on my computer. So any help you can provide <laughs> is great. And we like to, uh, like to celebrate all our fun patrons that support us, like the people I am about to say. And then James will say some others. Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Suna Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Denna Nerds, and the Girls with Sabres. What, 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 what? Thank you so much to all those people who support us. It is fantastic. Yes, thank you so much. Patreon.com slash RoboScumPodcast. Uh, never tell me the odds. Our first odd, the odds that Obi-Wan will feature at minimum will have at least two amazing lightsaber duels. At least two. I mean, that's all personal opinion if they're amazing. But I'm going to say 100%. Like, come on. They gotta. They gotta. <laughs> they gotta have at least two. That'd be fantastic. I'm going to go 89%. Wow. Do it! We haven't asked for... Star Wars fans haven't asked for anything. We've been nothing but nice and polite since the Disney purchase. (laughs) Give us a go. (laughs) Um, Our next odd, the odd, Leia Organa will need protection from Obi-Wan Kenobi at some point in the show. Will she... I so I have a feeling, Brock, that she's Obi Wan's gonna go visit Bail Organa and, and be like, "Hi, I'm Leia, Princess of Alderaan," and she'll run off. She'll have the English accent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, will she need protection she at some need point? Protection from him, or no, not know? from. He will have to protect her from. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go sixty percent. I like that idea. So, yeah, and it would be it would be great. Like, don't make it about Luke. Make it about Leia. Like, I'm sure there'll be a mention of Luke at some point. But like, yeah. Full Brock. Full Brock. Because I can see that scenario where he just visits Bail Organa or vice versa, and they talk, and but mm-hmm. she's there. But then also in that episode, because it's Star Wars, something will go awry, and he'll have to protect her. Uh, so I'm gonna go full Brock on that one. And our final odd today, the odds that Darth Vader and Obi-Wan will be the last scene in the series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. 
uh, it should be like they're they they never lightsaber battle, and then they and it's like the the very last scene is like they ignite the yes the, the lightsabers and then credits. You know, yeah, like, oh, oh. it's like the Godzilla movie. They're like Godzilla's coming, cut. The end of like uh, Sopranos, where you're like, did he die? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I'm tweeting um, a I'm picture of us. 75%. I think so. I, yeah. 61. Oh, wow. Because I kind of also feel, though, that it's going to... It'll end with both of them, but they won't be in the same scene together. They'll be in, like, different parts of the guy. You'll be like, I will come to get you, Obi-Wan. That's my Vader impression. It's yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That works, yeah. And he's like, you'll never get me, Vader. Mm-hmm. If he even knows that Vader's Anakin at that point, he might learn it in this show, which is also exciting. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> uh, those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments down below. That was a really quick never tell me the odds. That's how we do. You ready for the news? Let's do it. Holla news. Da 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 da. Holla news. Da 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 da. Holla da 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 they are. They announced that the Rancor from Return of the Jedi will be brought into a six-inch scale Star Wars: The Black Series line, um, which will be crowdfunded. The uh, Haslab, which is part of Hasbro, uh, will put on a crowdfunded campaign to reach its targets for production of a six-inch Rancor Black Series, of course. Um, Michael Balog, Hasbro's vice president of the Star Wars brand, said, following the success of the previous two HasLab campaigns for Star Wars, the vintage collection, our team is so thrilled to offer the fans the first ever HasLab project from the Black Series. We hope fans of the Black Series line are prepared for this iconic creature to join their six-inch scale collection. Uh, So if you didn't know, HasLab launched in 2018 the Jabba sale barge, the Katana, which set sail with just under 10,000 backers uh, in their crowdfunding. And then in 2020, they added Razor Crest from the Mandalorian with also crowdsourced uh, uh, backing. Um, go on down to StarWars.com for more details on this exciting new announcement. Um, and then make like Malakili the Rancor Keeper to secure your own prize bet. Sometimes I love just reading whoever the original writer was on this. And speaking of Jabba, guess what? Jabba will be in Boba Fett's comic of, where's the title? War of the Bounty Hunters, specifically the the Boba Fett. I'm so glad I just cut and paste and didn't read it. But it's coming out. You go head over to comicwatch.com to see a preview of him returning to comics. It was penciled by Luca Pizzari and Ibrahim Robertson and the cover by Mahmoud Azrar. And you can get that, your own copy of it, July 21st in 2021. Go on down to a comic book shop. They miss you. Give them your money. Uh, 
we also see that uh Cassian Andor, a Gail Garcia Bernal might play a role uh, as he's quite close with Diego Luna, who who is Cassian Andor in the upcoming Andor. Uh, they've been in many films together. And then Bernal tell the Independent that he gives some thoughts to joining the Star Wars units to play a character opposite Luna as Andor, be it friend, foe, or family. He said, if Cassian Andor, Andor ever needs to find his lost brother or something, then maybe they can call me. Or his antagonist. That would be cool, actually, in a galaxy far away. I mean, I'm curious. If something comes along that is interesting like that, I would consider it, I guess. You gotta love when people are like, yeah, I'd go to be in a Star Wars movie. Like, sure, 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 sure. (laughs) And we mentioned before, The Mandalorian has been nominated for several Emmy Awards coming up in the next month or so. And the, they have been nominated for the following Outstanding director, Directing for a Drama Series, John Favreau. Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series, Dave Filoni. Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series, John Favreau. Outstanding Casting for a Drama Series, Outstanding Fantasy Sci Fi Costumes. Outstanding vi- Special vi- Visual Effects in a Season or a Movie. Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series. Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series, Half Hour. The other one was One Hour. Outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama series. Outstanding production design for a narrative period or fantasy program, one hour or more. Outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama series, one hour. Outstanding stunt coordination. Outstanding stunt performance. Outstanding single camera picture editing for a drama series. Uh, apparently a bunch of episodes were four four episodes episodes 11, 13, 15, and 16. Or sorry, chapter 11. 13, 15, 16 were nominated for outstanding single camera picture editing for a drama series. Outstanding period and or character hairstyling, outstanding prosthetic makeup, and outstanding music composition for a series or original dramatic score. All this and more. And this has been your Hollow News. Ooh. Couldn't reach the 25 awards, so... I've never said outstanding so many times. Because you never talked about our podcast. Oh, snap. hey top five. Top five. What's today's top five? <laughs> just going to be Can having I a... inquire? <laughs> just, we're just going to put a bunch of numbers in front of the word in, uh, sister or brother. It's top five inquisitors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, my number five, I'm going to change the game. It's the Grand Inquisitor. Oh, might not be wow. the most intriguing of the Inquisitors, but it was the very first one that we ever got to know, and it uh, yeah. the Grand Inquisitor opened the door for uh, the rest of them. So there we go. My number five is going to be the Unknown Inquisitors because in uh, one of my favorites, the stories where they brought the Inquisitors from Rebels into the Darth Vader series, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. You see a, a male Twi'lek and a female inquisitor that are like they're a couple or something like that they don't get numbers because they basically die in that comic but they like they are like uh plotting against vader or or tarkin or the emperor or whatever so like vader puts an end to it uh they're only there for like one issue but it was uh, i was like wow that's crazy it's like it was cool to see how cutthroat vader is so 
Those ones. Awesome. I haven't read it. Uh, fifth, fifth brother, fifth brother. He was, I think, the original design for Kylo Ren was the fifth brother from Rebels. I'm gonna use him there. A Jedi hunter, the fifth brother. He goes my number four. Uh, my number four is gonna be tenth brother because he was a Jedi in the uh, short-lived Mace Windu comic, and then they put him in. I think it was revealed later. I feel like. People didn't figure it out right away or it wasn't announced right away. So when he was in like the Darth Vader comics, like, oh, that's crazy. Because it was a big reveal. That was him. So, yeah. Uh, my number three is the ninth sister. <laughs> She's We just talked about her a little while ago. She's pretty awesome. Badass. Uh, and she spans different platforms. So the ninth sister. Uh, my number three is going to be Grand Inquisitor because it's like, yeah, I like the precedent that was set. And like I said before, like I enjoy that he was a Jedi and you see a fall from grace and like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. it's a, And he kicked everything off. Can't be. Uh, and th- my number two. My number two. Second word sister. First word seventh. From Rebels. The spinny lightsaber pretty kick-ass oh, yeah. big fan of the seventh sister with a sarah michelle geller voice cool yeah. because kanan was voiced by her husband i'm like yeah. what spoilers <laughs> uh i gotta go nine sister for number two she's always stood out to me i like her little helmet and then i was blown away when they put her in the the, the video game i was like uh, she's like she wasn't in rebels she was only in the comic and then they threw her in the movie I was like, that's insane yeah it's pretty awesome yep and my number one it's another sister the second sister second sister yeah mine too <laughs> badass good backstory really had yeah. was fleshed out a lot more than i expected um really really enjoy- i guess we'll never get that character again maybe never say never i guess but uh Real huge fan of the second sister. Yeah, like it's like we said earlier, it's like it blows my mind that like a character in a video game felt real. Ah, that was a video. Um, that felt real. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like no, that's not a real person. I'm sure. Like I mean, it is, but it's not. The yeah. face is modeled after the voice actor, which I love that about the Star Wars games. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So. That's our top five. Let us know what your top five are. Top five inquisitors. Not, I mean, it's just putting numbers in, with brother <laughs> and sister. And really, <laughs> that's how it goes. It give valid reasons. It works. Yeah, for sure. But it's great. I love inquisitors, and I really hope we get to see more of them in the Obi-Wan and Kenobi show. Mm-hmm. Should be a good time. Absolutely. Maybe we'll get, uh, hopefully, some Boba Fett news coming up soon, some Andor news coming up, some more some more Star Wars facts coming up would be a lot of fun to have. Star Wars, I just can't, you know, the fall, like, summer's, we're in full sp- swing in summer, but you yeah. can feel like fall is, fall is watching us from around the corner now. Like, mm-hmm. we're at that point in the summer now where fall's like, get your sweater ready. You see me? See me? Little, little while to go. Just, you know, one more month, month and a half, like in Canada, maybe a week. But it's 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 there. It's 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 looking at us, saying, "Hey, hey!" And that's when we're gonna get all of 
the Boba Fett stuff. October. Yeah. October is Boba Fett. No, I'm probably wrong. But anyway, I mean, it comes out in December, but I'm thinking our December. first our first look will probably, our first real look will be October, I think. Yeah. We'll get something yeah. by the end of the summer that'll be like, ooh, and then October will be like, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, can't wait. I, yeah, wow. I mean, can't believe it. They've done it. They've done it again. Nothing has happened. <laughs> and yet, we, we people we still obsess over it because it's awesome. I'm going to catch up on Bad Batch. If it rains this week, I'm going to do it. You yeah. have my word. All right, Brock, anything else you want to say tonight? Uh, No. Uh, oh, it's not really Star Wars, but the new uh, Master of the Universe it premieres on Netflix on Friday of this week. Um, directed by Kevin Smith, but Mark Hamill is the voice of Skeletor, so that's why I yeah. mentioned we do Star Wars here. And I don't know if you knew he was in a Star Wars many years ago. Which one? Uh, four point five. <sighs> Remember that short time where like. DVDs were like X Men One or X Men Two Point Zero. Yes, yeah, it was the good old days. Like, oh jeez, oh man. Well, DVDs could get away with it. Hopefully, we never have to go through that again. <clears throat> but we will, because they're gonna learn how to get money from us one way or another. All right, this has been a lot of fun. We missed last week. We're back this week. A lot of fun. We'll be back hopefully next week. Fingers crossed. It's summertime. It's summertime. We don't know what's going on. Summertime. Summertime. I'm looking forward to the He-Man show. He-Man's awesome. Kevin Smith's yeah. awesome. Mark Hamill's awesome. It looks awesome. So it's awesome. It should be awesome. And until then, it's Brock. I'm James. And he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.